Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. Oh, fuck. Let me do that again. <laughs> I said gentlemen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Polar Opposites. This time, we are going to be watching um, and giving our thoughts on the state of play for June 2nd, uh, this Thursday. Before we jump right into it, and I can't believe I just said jump right into it. I'm such a fucking YouTuber. Um, Let's just jump right into like, it. Guys, without further ado, Let's just jump into it. Let's jump fucking into it, man. <laughs> what are you expecting or hoping for? By the way, don't put the fucking spoilers for the state of play in your thumbnail. I, 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 I was pulling up the state of play and I saw a fucking reaction video on the recommended sidebar that had a spoiler right in there. Stop it. It's been like f fucking two hours since the state of play came out. There should be at least like 24 hour grace period. <laughs> Yeah, it's because everyone just wants to, like, re-upload all the trailers right away. Well, it's like the free views. Yeah. Like, fuck exactly. off. That's exactly what it is. And, and like, I get it, but, like, there should be a 24-hour, like, I don't know. It's the same thing, like, when a new movie comes out. Somebody has, like, a fucking 0.25 seconds after the movie's come out, somebody's got a fucking video of, like, audience reaction to major spoiler in the fucking title, and then they put a picture of what happens in the thumbnail. I, anyways, I fucking hate it here. Uh, Nick, what are you expecting? What are your hopes? Um, what am I expecting? Yeah. Well, this is for the Summer Games Fest that just started, right? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that just started. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure anyways, because I know that's this month. State of Play usually isn't something I'm interested in that much, but Square Enix always, for some fucking reason, Square Enix will always do, yeah, here's a Final Fantasy thing. Like, just for True. no reason. Yeah. So... I kind of hope they do the same. I don't even know what it would be. Like, I doubt it would be FF16 because, like, hell, that's coming out anytime soon. Fair. Me, personally, I got three boxes. And if any of them are ticked, I'm happy. Uh, the first one, or I guess four. The first one is, if there's any game with, like, really cool movement that's being shown off, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, mm -hmm. The second box would be anything relating to Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. The third would be anything related to Infamous. But I know that that is, like, very wishful thinking and... Going even farther down wishful thinking, uh, anything Gravity Rush related, I would be very happy with. Hmm. Um, d do I think that's going to be shown off here? I think we're going to get something from Spider-Man. It's been so long since it was announced. We have to be getting some kind of something, you know? Yeah. And that's supposed to be coming out next year, right? Yeah. If not this, maybe like if they do another one, like specifically for big announcements. Yeah. Like... I, I'll be honest, I really never care about State of Play, or even Nintendo Direct that much. I don't, like, but I, I'm really excited for some of the PlayStation games. Oh, I also, I would love to see something regarding Forspoken. Really excited for that game. Didn't that get delayed? I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, all I know is that it, it looks really good, and I don't give a fuck if you don't agree. <laughs> I like a kind of nerdy character that makes quips the entire time during gameplay. Hate it here. Hate it. How can you be a fan of Spider-Man and not like when fucking characters... Because Spider-Man was, like, the first one to do that. Okay. And now every character is, like, diet Spider-Man, except without any of the stuff that made him interesting. Fair enough. So, here's how we're gonna do this. I'm going to play the thing, um, we're watching it together, and then if there's any, like, pog reactions, I'll include it, and then we're gonna cut back once we've, uh, watched it, and then we'll, we'll let you know what we think, okay? Okay. Uh Okay. Is that really fucking loud for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm in. <laughs> okay, sorry.
Oh, it's Resident Evil. Oh. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> it's the 4 remake. VR2? What about the fucking first one? <laughs> what about the first one I wasted $500 on? Is that Whoa! fucking Spider-Man? To PC? No, no way! fucking way. I'm gonna have to fucking replay this game again. Gonna have to fucking- This is gonna be the quadruple dip, the triple dip, whatever the fuck it is for me. Oh my god. I, Imagine the it. mods. Someone's gonna make a black suit mod fucking day one. Oh my god. Imagine this game at 144 hertz. Whoa, that's soon as fuck! That's sick. That's- That is so soon. Oh my god, the cat game! Stray! Yes! I'm actually so psyched for this game. He plays a little kitty. Alright, Nick. So what did you, uh, what do you think about that? Just as a whole. I can't believe the fucking cap gods are still carrying everything. Um, and I fucking called it. I knew for a fact Square Enix would do something. You did say it at the start. Because Final Fantasy VII Remake got all of its shit at the state of plays. Mm. <laughs> so... That was a huge, like, guess on my part, but I'm happy that I was right. And right you were. <laughs> Alright, let's... <laughs> Whew! Let me, let's just try and break down what's uh, what's going on here. So, Resident Evil 4. What are your thoughts on that? That looked really good. Resident Evil 4 Remake, um, from what we did just see, it looks super good looking. Like, just visually, mm -hmm. at the very least, looks so fucking good. Yeah, all the remakes have looked really good, too. Yeah. We didn't really see much of the story. I'm pretty sure we only saw, like, a few seconds of Ashley mm -hmm. in that trailer. But I think it looks cool, and I can't wait to see more. I hope that they don't take the story too seriously, because Resident Evil 4 has, like, a really campy, like, action game story. Oh, really? For it being, like, a horror movie and all that. It's like a B, it's like a B movie type of story. Oh, okay. And I really like that. And I hope that they keep all of Leon's, like, one-liners in some form. Because I, I fucking love that kind of stuff. And I hope that they don't... I hope they don't, like, get rid of it. But I'm still gonna play How it. How did they handle the care. stories for the first uh, two remakes? Uh, they did play them very straight. So just, like, beat uh, for Resident beat kind Evil of thing? Resident Evil 2 remake story was played straight. Uh, well, even those first couple games had, like... Th they were, like, trying to take themselves seriously. Ah. Uh, well, okay. So moving on, then. What do you think about uh, Resident Evil 8 on uh, VR? The VR 2! So so now I gotta fucking throw out my my regular VR. And oh, by the way, I I this is probably gonna be the case, but I really hope this shit release for the PSVR is compatible with VR too. Like I still want to play Beat Saber and shit. It probably will be. Like, I can't I, imagine why it wouldn't. Like I think the headset would probably be compatible. I'm pretty sure they're making different controllers though. Yeah, I, I'm gonna end up buying a new thing though. Probably. Yeah. Um. Uh, Resident Evil Eight in VR. Yeah. I I actually did play a bit of Resident Evil Seven in VR. And this looks way more impressive than that. Yeah, yeah. Cause seven in VR, you, you still use like your regular controller. You like you pretty much aimed with your head, and it worked, and it was really cool. But this, like, actually being able to interact with shit, is on a whole nother level. Yeah. I just fucking hope this happened with Resident Evil Seven, and I hope this isn't the case. I hope it doesn't get stuck on PlayStation VR. I hope it comes to PC too. Oh, I don't think it will. I really hope that's not the case. But the VR two, from what we've seen, looks promising. Like, I mean, with games like Horizon, it looked like there was pretty in-depth climbing, uh, and like the yeah. bow looked really cool too. And I'm glad that we're getting to the point where, like, just including, like, they're just making like actual interesting VR games now. 
Yeah. Because while there were cool ones, Super Hot VR is a lot of fun. Like, oh, I like cool. that a lot. Oh, yeah. Beat Saber's fun. But it's like, a lot of VR games right now are like these, um, they're designed to be played over and over again. Yeah. And I, I can't really think of many, like, narrative experience games, like, what you would expect out of, like, a single player kind of game yeah. that you could play on, like, console right now. Like, we don't really see a lot of that, and I'm glad that we're starting to see something like that at least be attempted. Yeah. I, well, like, I'm thinking one of the best VR games I played was that, like, Spider-Man Far From Home swinging simulator. <laughs> but that shit was Hell actually yeah. so cool. It was so cool. And then we have that Walking Dead zombie game. That actually looks great. I'd play the fuck out of that. That does look really cool. I have never played the first one. Me neither. Uh, I'm not even sure how much it costs. I, uh, from that trailer, it did look really interesting. So, okay, so let, let, let's not ignore the elephant in the room. We got Spider-Man Remastered coming fucking to P-fucking-C. Spider-Man. It's that is insane. Here's what I wonder, though. It's being ported by Nix's software. Like, it's not being done by Insomniac, and I wonder what the quality of it's going to be like. Because Horizon Zero Dawn had kind of a rocky port. Was I that felt. also done by Gorilla? I don't Horizon? know. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I mean, August 12th, that's fucking soon. Um, you know, Nick, if you want to give me like a birthday gift, because <laughs> August 2nd, right? Uh, I'm, yes. it, the mods are going to be insane. I'm really excited to see the mods. Oh, They're all going to be costume mods. You know what's going to be fucking awesome? We are well, finally going to be able to free roam as Peter Parker. Yep. Oh, yep, that's going to yes. be a mod. I'm going to play through the whole fucking game like that. Man, that's... And you know what this means? That, this opens the door. Miles Morales could potentially come to PC. It probably won't for a few years, but still. Yeah. It's, um... Didn't God of War just come to PC too? Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, I feel like, um... What Sony's doing, this little pattern I've noticed, is that they port a game to PC like four years after it's been out on their platforms. Yeah, because it's like if you're not buying one of their consoles to play their exclusives like after four years, you're probably never going to. And at that point, just rake in the cash by putting it on PC. And then losers yeah. like you or, you and me are going to buy it again. Because yeah, this is going to be the uh, third time I buy Spider-Man. That, I'm so fucking excited for that. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Super, super excited for that. Uh, I also want to say Stray looks so good. I really want to play Stray. I really like the the visual style of Stray. I'm not sure if this is like the kind of game I'd be super into, though. I definitely would, just because like he plays a little kitten. That's cool. The, the mm-hmm. only thing I'm kind of worried about is that um, before you'd make any jump or anything, a little X prompt would pop up on screen. And so I would kind of like to see like actual movement. It looks it's, like a lot of context-sensitive stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm not... Um, I really hope it's not like that, but it, you know, who knows, it might be. But otherwise, art style looks amazing. And the fact that that's going to be free with uh, the new PlayStation Plus Premium, whatever you want to call it, looks uh, looks really cool. Rollerdrome looks insane. Rollerdrome looks like something I would fucking love. <laughs> it, it, it looks like Tony Hawk and my friend Pedro, but just mixed yeah. together. It has the same, like, flippy shit that you can do in My Friend Pedro, except you can do, like, sick grinds. This is wishful thinking as well, but, like, I'm curious to see where Skate 4 is at. Mm. Because Skate 3, I mean, you know, you know, Skate 3, your boy's kind of into it. Do you know if EA is doing their own stream or something for Summer Games Fest or whatever? They might be, I don't know. But from what I know, uh, COVID kind of set back Skate 3 a fair bit. Or Mm. Skate 4, sorry. Um, 
Skate 4 a fair bit. And so they, they actually only announced like earlier this year, I think, that they, they have a development team. Like they, they're getting things started. I think they announced it a little too early, but is what it is. Uh, what do you think about Eternites? This looks like the most anime schlock thing ever, and I really, I kind of want to try it. I'm gonna buy if, it. Well, yeah, I, I want to, I, I kind of want to try it out because <laughs> it, it's so similar to the you know what that we're not allowed to mention. Otherwise, we have to. Every game has to be just like it. What? Like you're not allowed to compare anything to Persona. Oh. Otherwise, you get called a fucking idiot because something clearly took inspiration from it. Yeah, it, yeah. Eternites. It, it looks like Persona, but without the heart. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> dude, it looks really fucking good. I, uh, I think that's exactly what I'd be into. Only problem is, I still got to finish Persona Five Strikers, and I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm gonna try. If I have free time tonight and I play something, I'll play that. But insane. My my answer whenever somebody asks me how far I am in like a Persona or like SMT game, I'm always like, I haven't fought God yet. So I don't think I'm done the game. <laughs> and I hope in Eternites you also fight God. But the art style looks really cool. But And, and, and you know fucking SMT fans are going to be like, no, it looks like anime. Meh, meh. Suddenly, suddenly anime has gone this full fucking circle of being like, everyone said anime was weird. And then all the people who watched anime were like made fun of and shit. And now that anime is popular, those same people who are made fun of are now like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Anime's lame as shit, dude. It sucks. Mm. I don't want nothing anime, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, sucks to suck, my man. Uh, I, your average anime video game enjoyer, am going to play the fuck out of this, hands down. Uh, the little bit of the combat we saw, I it looks like there are quite a bit of QTEs in that one section they showed. Yeah, 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 I noticed that. And I hope that's like not indicative of everything in the game, because it, people who know me, I like my combat systems. I like my, I like not having too much handholding. Mm-hmm. Like if there's like something in the game that, um, like especially if it's an action game that I think realistically could be done without QTEs, I would prefer that. And that's different. Uh, I I also want to draw the line that's different between saying, oh, uh, something pops up to mash the button versus like a timing circle shows up. And you think and the timing circles it for are you. bad? Yeah, I don't really like those. Uh, okay, I got a question. Just this is the third episode in a row now. I'm bringing a fucking Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. In Tomb Raider, if you're in a, in combat with somebody and you dodge to the left with it with a particular upgrade, you'll get like a closing ring, where if you time mm-hmm. it right, then you can do like a counter attack. How do you feel about that? I like the mechanic, but I don't. I would have preferred it if it was something I had to recognize and do it myself. Okay, fair enough. Like if I had to properly time it myself through visuals. I would have liked that more. Like, keep the option in for people who just um, aren't able to pick up on those types of cues, obviously. Yeah. Like, just just give me an option to turn it off. That's all I want. Fair enough. So, a- after Eternites, we had uh, Street Fighter Six. Fucking Street Fighter Six. <laughs> it looks so fucking good. I love the paint splashes. It looks like... Um, you-, you haven't played it, though. Like, I'll, I'll describe it to you. It looks like kind of taking inspiration from Street Fighter Three which had a much more urban aesthetic. Yeah. Like you, like some stages were like the New York subway. Like even the soundtrack is going to like the same kind of vibe that third strike had. Yeah. And that's really interesting. And I hope that means we get characters like fucking Dudley back. Who was like a boxer. He was pretty sick. He's the better, better Balrog. Don't at me. Oh, 
Yeah, Dudley was the uh, he was a butler. Yeah, he was like um he was a boxer, a British boxer. It was really cool. I've always been um uh you know there's two sides to the to the I guess two D fighters if you want to call it. I've always been a Mortal Kombat guy, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to Street Fighter. Not that I have anything against one or the other, and even then I'm not really into Mortal Kombat too much. But I really liked Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but I don't know, man, because M- Mortal Kombat, uh, especially 11, it has an art style but it isn't very flashy if that makes sense like the paint splatter and like the stuff that we've seen from street fighter 6 that looks like it has a lot of personality and if 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 the rest of the game looks like that i might i might have to convert because that that looks really fucking good like four four had a pretty cool art style too where it had really thick black uh brush strokes for attacks certain Mm. attacks and it looked super cool and five didn't really do it that much. Five looks kind of weird. Yeah. Like some characters look cool. Some characters look really fucking ugly. It's mostly the guys that look ugly. And then all the females, they look cool. Except Alex. Alex always looks cool. We love Alex. Alex is fucking awesome. But yeah, I think I think overall that's like a, it looks like a fun game. I like the open world thing that they're doing. That was weird. I, th- I think that has potential to be really cool. Yeah. Like, I wonder what kind of thing they're going for. Like, I would like to see uh, what I'd like to see out of that is, you know, in NBA, they have that you can like walk around your basketball court or like a little park area. And I'd like to see in the world, you could talk to certain people in in Street Fighter and you could get quests from them. And then Mm -hmm. if you complete certain quests, you'll get an outfit or maybe you'll get like a key and that key, if you go up to like some random rooftop and go into through the door that requires the key, you could run into like fucking Chun-Li or something like that. And like, that's how you unlock characters. I think that would be a really neat way of complete these quests through fights and like tournaments and whatnot in order to get your favorite, your new favorite costume or some currency, some online thing. I think, I think if they do it right, that could be a really neat way of uh, doing the open, the not open world, but they're, they're semi-open world thing that they seem to be shooting for yeah like their single player mode i I think it has potential to be really cool moving on what are your thoughts on tunic um no i'm not super interested to be honest didn't really look anything like i would really enjoy that much you you even said when we saw it's like oh it looks like it looks like it's trying to be zelda because they're trying to fill the gap yeah because after Breath of the Wild, like Zelda's kind of ditched that like old school style, and so there's now a gap in the market for that. And yeah, it feels like they're not gonna try to do like old school Zelda unless it's like a remake anymore. Yeah. Like I think the last original top down Zelda was a Link Between Worlds. Yeah. And that that game's old now. <laughs> but I, I think uh, I mean I I guess if that game scratches that itch, then then great. But for me, it was just kind of. Yeah, for me, it's like. Indifferent, really. I don't really care that much. And that is, you know, I, I've heard somewhere, I can't remember where, but uh, I, I wish I could remember where or who I heard it from, but somebody said that the only thing worse than being loved is being hated, and the only thing worse than being hated is when somebody is completely indifferent on you. Ugh. And they have no feelings at all. And that's, that's, that's awful. <laughs> that is, that's kind of fucked up when you think about it. But I am very indifferent on Tunic. I hope it does well. Like, I mean, I don't want to say it looks bad. It's just like so not my cup of tea, you know? Yeah, it, it doesn't look bad. I, I'm not saying it is bad. In fact, I'd say it, it looks I, good. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just saying I don't really care about it. <laughs> that's kind of that's how I'm feeling about Season 2. It's like, yeah, it looks cool, but I don't think I'm going to buy it. 
Yeah. Like just riding on your bike and shit. Like I, I it could be a very tranquil, like peaceful game. Um, but I, I don't know if it's exactly for me. I was never a fan of those kind of games, I guess. Uh, and then they closed it out with Final Fantasy 16. And it has a release date. It looks good. It has a release time frame, and that's crazy to me. I just think it looks crazy good. It looks good. Yeah. Like, I love I love the way it looks right now, and I hope they keep it up. Me likey. And, and I saw it. It kind of looks like it has the stagger shit from 7 Remake, which I thought was really fun. I, I'm not familiar with the stagger. Yeah, it's like in that game... It was like enemies uh, just doing normal attacks. They wouldn't take a whole lot of damage, mm-hmm. but it would fill up your um, your action gauge, which you can then use special attacks. And if you found out ways to manipulate enemies in certain ways, it'll send them into a pressure state, which means their stagger meter at the bottom of the screen will fill up faster. And then when that happens, they get stunned and you do way more damage. Mm. Uh, leading up to this uh, state of play on Twitter... I saw a lot of leaks that uh, people were were claiming. A major one I saw everywhere that I actually did not uh, see here is uh, people were saying Bloodborne was going to get a PS5 update, a mm. um, bit of a remaster. And some people were saying Bloodborne 2 or something like that. Um, I find a remaster far more likely. Do you feel like that was a fulfilling state of play? Are you a little disappointed by it? I thought it was better than... My, it exceeded my expectations, but I also have very low expectations for these kind of things. Honestly, I wish we saw more Spider-Man. I, I, I'm very happy that it's coming to PC. Like, that's great. You know, like, it's it's always nice when you see a trailer and you can, like, already see the money leaving your wallet. But mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for some Spider-Man 2 stuff because when is Spider-Man 2 supposed to come out? 2023, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, 2023. Like, yeah, it comes on 2023. With Miles Morales and with PS4, they showed a lot of stuff leading up to it. I, I guess that's not here. I wonder if um, maybe they are going to do another sort of stream with certain announcements. I, re- Who knows? I really hope so. I was also surprised to uh, not hear any word from uh, about Tomb Raider, because isn't there a new Tomb Raider game in the works? I honestly have no idea. Ah, I don't really keep up with Tomb Raider. Well, I certainly have to. <laughs> you know I, I had a moment when i was uh writing my tomb raider script today where i i realized in my notes i was like wow there's so much stuff that's new here there's so much stuff that's like different and cool and then i looked over my notes and i'm like wait a minute like once i started thinking about it more i'm like this is just the same shit as the first game but like kind of different <laughs> like you had a grenade launcher to get through metal barriers in the first game and in this game they give you a bomb arrow and i'm like wow bomb arrows that's that's new that's great and then i'm like wait a minute that's the same fucking thing you but like is it better what but is it better it makes no difference <laughs> like you still use it for the same shit and then i was thinking like the puzzles aren't as good as the first game in a lot of ways what Rise of the Tomb Raider likes to do is give you a big sprawling like puzzle to solve, but they then funnel you into a position where you only have the correct solution in front of you. Like the only option you have is the right one. There is no like fuck up a puzzle, learn something about it, yada yada. Like you can, there's this, uh, one of the first ones you do is like this ship that's like encased in ice. And the only thing you can interact with in the, in the hidden area is a crank that brings down something that you can swing on to move forward. It's like, there is no puzzle. It's, mm-hmm. you walk around until you find a crank, you hit it, you swing on the thing, and then you get sent to like the second layer where you do the same thing. You just look at the crank and then swing, get up to it. Like there is no, 
trial and error, no puzzle to solve. It's just you're being funneled through something and being and and the game just like pats you on the back and says like, "Wow, you did good, good, good job." Yeah. It's not even as if they just um, lay out everything to you and asks you to figure it out. It gives you everything, including the solution. Yeah, because that's what um that's what the first game did. I, I like that the first game when you went to an area because you could press like the eagle vision thing, and people didn't like the if they called it survivor sense where it highlighted all the objects. I got comments from people saying that it was stupid because it makes the puzzles too easy, and I'm thinking like I don't think it does. You could say the puzzles are are too easy like i agree with that but i don't think the survivor sense is the reason for it because the survivor sense doesn't tell you what to do with the pieces it just tells you what the pieces are Mm -hmm. it's like here's all the relevant information figure it out from there and i think without that it would just be a lot of time spent figuring out what you can and can't interact with and i think that's just a waste of time you don't learn anything from that yeah yeah honestly i think uh that was a good state of play i have no problems with that i I wish that was a good one it's one of the most memorable ones since, like, the PS5 announcement one. Yeah. 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 Because they, they fucking announced Sifu at that one. And they also announced like they, Solar Ash. They also did um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. Fucking Ratchet and Clank. Sifu is such a cool game. And Solar Ash, despite being the same price, is very not cool in comparison. <laughs> And I think Solar Ash like undersold pretty heavily, uh, which I find weird because they had a state of play slot. Like that was like, I don't know. I thought a lot of people were going to buy that. And, and yeah, I really didn't. Uh, I, I think for the price, it was very overpriced. Like it, it should have been $30, not 50 Yeah. But yeah, I think overall that was a great state of play. And so I want to uh, take some time to, because what I'd like to do occasionally on uh, this podcast, Nikki, is uh, I would love to get some uh, listener submitted questions. If you guys have any questions mm. for us, uh, we could spend, we uh, and of course, leave your feedback in the comments of wherever you're listening to this. We would love to do something, uh, whether it's a segment. So for like 10 minutes, we'll do a little Q&A or, you know, every couple of weeks, we'll do like a full Q&A episode or something like that. Me and Nick also have some plans to potentially interview other YouTubers and just bring guests on to uh, come shoot the shit with us. Uh, some people we, we can immediately name off the top of our heads would be... Uh, Tony for you. There's a high likelihood that happens, right, Nick? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> and then I thought you were still speaking, sorry. <laughs> no, that's all good. Um and, and the other thing we've wanted to look into is some of you have asked, because as of recording this a few days ago, we posted on Twitter that we're trying to do this thing. And right now the podcast as of recording is only available on SoundCloud. And by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on YouTube, then it's also on YouTube. But Something we're, we're running into is a lot of people want to know if it's going to be on Spotify, um, Apple podcast, and like basically all those uh, standard streaming services. And for myself and Nick, we kind of we're just going to keep it to YouTube and SoundCloud for now, just because we want to uh, make sure that we can actually get this off the ground, make sure that we can actually stay consistent with it. And there's and there's genuine interest. And then if there is a lot of interest, like if if there's a, a decent number of you that want to uh, to listen to it, then we will for sure be uh, putting it on all streaming services. But we're just doing a, these first few episodes just to get a feel for the the landscape, you know, get a, get a feel for are we any good at this? Um, is it fun? I don't, I don't know. Nick, are you having fun? Cause I'm having a great time. Yeah, it's great. I, I, I really like having focused, uh, discussions and I like our little side tangents too. And I've heard from other people, like some of you lovely people on, on Twitter have, have mentioned that you, you found it, uh, entertaining to sort of listen to in the background. And I like, I like this stuff as a means of 
being able to connect with listeners on a easier in an easier way it's a little more personable um myself and nick we do these long form critiques that are very um they have personality in them of course but they're they can be sometimes disconnected sometimes they're it's not necessarily a ton of fun if that makes sense but i feel like something like this is a little more enjoyable to listen to because it's just it's a little more laid back and relaxed right Mm -hmm. speaking of youtubers we could potentially get on here i just got a message from infamous sir hellfire um (laughs) oh fuck me he just said Aqua, back me up here. Sorry. Aqua, back me up here. It's the combat of Assassin's Creed. What, ah, fuck, I can't do Australian. I'm sorry. Um, is combat one of Assassin's Creed's core pillars? And this... Holy shit. You want a fucking three-hour-long podcast? We can talk about this right now, Nikki. <laughs> what, Assassin's Creed? Just, okay. I, I gotta... So I've been writing this Black Flag script. Actually, I've written it. It's being edited right now by uh, Sean, uh, my lord and savior. And in that video, I try to talk about the identity of Assassin's Creed. Because everyone likes to say, hey, this game isn't Assassin's Creed. Or this game is. And I've always found that really fucking weird. Because it's uh, Assassin's Creed is like kind of inconsistent. People's opinions on what is and isn't Assassin's Creed is equally inconsistent. And so I asked on Twitter, I was like, okay, guys, what is definitively Assassin's Creed? What are those things in a game that make you say, yep. That's an Assassin's Creed game. And everyone had a different fucking answer. Some people were like, it's the sci-fi. Some people were like, it's the chain killing. Some people are like, it's definitely not those fucking RPGs. Some people are like, it's the in-depth movement. And it's like, it's crazy because some people said it was chain killing, but chain killing is in the minority of Assassin's Creed games. Most games, most Assassin's Creed games don't have chain killing. And so it's like, how can you say that is the series identity when like most games don't have it? Most games have like a more advanced combat system, so to speak. And so I, what I know is going to fucking happen is rather than people listen to that and be like, huh, maybe the Assassin's Creed fa- fan base really doesn't isn't able to sort of as a collective decide what is and isn't Assassin's Creed. And maybe it is more of a nuanced topic. And maybe we shouldn't just take a game that we don't like and disown it and from the franchise because we don't like it. And, and instead of focusing on whether or not it's Assassin's Creed or not, we should focus on whether it's a actual good game or not, or what it actually does right and wrong. And I just fucking know that they're not going to think that and they're instead going to be like, no, this guy's wrong. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Not my Assassin's Creed. And it's just going to become even more of a shit show. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Dude, oh my god. You know, I'm very lucky. All right, we're both very lucky. We have, we have great jobs to just, like, talk about video games. And, you know, they say, if you're happy with what you're doing, you're never working a day in your life. Fuck me, man. Making videos on Assassin's Creed, that's a 9 to 5 if I've ever seen one. And because it's like... Actually, I'm just going to go on a fucking Assassin's Creed fan rant. I, w- I was going to be like... uh, Assassin's Creed fans like to take one statement they disagree with, latch onto it, and then use that as a means of like discrediting everything you're saying. And so writing an Assassin's Creed video, unlike other videos, because in Batman, in a Batman Arkham video, I could just be like, I like the combat, here's why. And everyone's like, hmm, okay. In Assassin's Creed, you have to say, here's why I like it. Here's why I don't like it. Here's why this opinion is valid. Here's why my validation is valid. Like you have to go through all of these unnecessary steps. Like it should be stuff that is like, um, uh, for example, Assassin's Creed fans, uh, they got no idea what the fuck uh, a subjective opinion is. At the start of every Assassin's Creed video, I'm like, yo, so by the way, this is just my opinion. I'm just kind of like talking about the game. I don't know shit about game design. Uh, I'm literally a loser in my mom's basement talking about a video game. Don't like, you know, don't take what I say as fact. And then people in the comments will be like, bro, this guy just talks like he thinks he knows everything. 
he 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 talks like he thinks his opinion is fact and it's like oh my god and it's it's the most frustrating thing ever and i have nothing but bitterness and resentment towards the fan base and now the series once i finish black flag and rogue i am never gonna fucking think about assassin's creed until a new entry comes out <laughs> and then i'm gonna that's buy a, it that's what one. we like to call a persona moment yeah i'm kind of like that with cod too i bought vanguard played it for a week and then i've not touched it and when the new cod comes out i'm gonna do the same fucking thing it's just a tradition now i kind of have to but yeah so i'm probably gonna have a very long conversation with mr shellfire uh, about that one uh another thing in that twitter response um when people are saying what what's like what do you define as an assassin's creed game people talked about games that don't exist they were like <laughs> they were like it's assassin's creed brotherhood's combat which is chain killing and the story of assassin's creed 2 and it's like my man that that game doesn't exist or they said i think that's like maybe they misinterpreted the questions like i don't know they say like oh that that's what my ideal assassin's creed game would be or something oh, there's no way they could have fucking misconstrued that or maybe they could because I, I got a lot of i got a few comments that said like you know assassin's creed unity's movement with brotherhood's combat and it's like my man that doesn't exist like there is not a single game in the series that plays like that and i'm not and, and i don't bring that up as a means of like invalidating them or saying you're wrong what i'm saying is that i don't think it's as clear cut as this is assassin's creed or this isn't um and i mean case in point everyone's favorite not everyone sorry a majority of people's favorite games maybe not a majority but a, a solid handful um i should say because a majority would probably be assassin's creed 2 but a lot of people say assassin's creed 4 is one of their favorites assassin's creed 4 isn't much of an assassin's creed game but it's a fucking killer game just in general you see the less it is like an assassin's creed game odds are the better it'll be right Oh my god, absolutely. Especially because now we're all just so tired of it. I don't want to fucking play Assassin's Creed anymore. I want to play something different. And you're saying that at the point where it comes out once every few years, not even like when it used to be once every year, sometimes twice. Yeah, or literally sometimes within the same day. Assassin's Creed Unity and Rogue both released on the same day. And are entirely different. Yeah, that was such a... And they're both kind of like unfinished like i think rogue is more polished but it's like a very short game and unity is like a full-fledged game but it was so unpolished upon launch and i know i've said before that i don't think it was as bad as people are saying and what i'm trying to say is i, I yeah the game was shitty at launch and it's still kind of shitty to this day um it just wasn't as bad as i think a lot of people made it out to be i played it day one sugma i feel I, honestly i feel like i just like put my soul's energy into that rant there and i apologize yeah, you got really into that one it's because it's like do you ever, Nick you probably feel this with the Persona games a little bit and any other YouTubers that are watching this you, you probably feel my pain it's like do you, do you ever think that like you'll, you'll make a video you'll spend like a couple hundred hours on it right and do you ever think to yourself like god why am I doing this because it's just going to fall on deaf ears mm. it's not even that it, and it's not I'm not talking like view wise like I mean people are going to see it and they're going to completely misconstrue what you're saying honestly despite how much shit we give specifically Mega10 Twitter, the comments section has never been like that for me. Of course, there's a few outliers. Yeah, every, every like, fan base has outliers. Everyone has a few outliers, that vocal minority, that as, we as people, negativity sticks with us the most. Yeah. A hundred people could tell you, man, that was fantastic. One person tells you that it was bad, you'll remember it. Yeah. However, I haven't had anything nearly as bad as you have when it comes to people just saying, oh, you're a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. Even recently, like, this isn't even a Persona thing. On my Kingdom Hearts 1 video, I said something like, oh, I thought the the whole thing between Sora and Riku had a lot less impact than it was going for because I thought their friendship wasn't that well-defined. Mm -hmm. 
And then some guy said, oh, I disagree with that, but it was a great video anyways. It's like, even if he just ended it with, oh, I disagree with that, like, it doesn't matter. It's still showing some form of respect. It's not like he's going, oh, fucking, how dare you say that? You're an idiot. You have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I've had straight, like, paragraph response conversations with people about, like, about shit, like, especially with Arkham. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like we say, a few bad apples, whatever, but, like, most Arkham fans are pretty chill. And and they're, yeah. they're, they're, it's always a pleasure to kind of shoot the shit with them. But like, do you remember when I put out my Assassin's Creed Odyssey video where I said that I liked the game? The video was an hour long. And within 10 minutes, I had like 50 comments saying like, you're wrong. Fuck you. Yeah. They can't you support did, you anymore. Like, they didn't even watch it. They just said you were wrong because of the title. That's, that's exactly what it is. And uh, shit like that is insane to me. In fucking sane, Nick. Huh. <sighs> Yeah, and, it's and, like, and you know what's the worst part about this is we're gonna say this and we're gonna get an, we're probably gonna get comments on this episode from people being like lol imagine complaining when your job is just to play video games all day or some shit you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I remember dude I don't even know where the fuck this came from I, I posted a community post because it had been like a month since I uploaded and I was just like hey um I went on vacation and I worked really hard on this Dying Light video and I was like, I was just kind of like, I needed a break. And I literally said like TLDR, uh, mental health, physical health is fine. Just felt like I needed a break, new video soon. Like it was very much just, hey, I'm alive. Like, don't worry. And some mm-hmm. guy was like, wow, your parents must be proud knowing they raised a fucking whiner. Why don't you work as a firefighter or a doctor, actually save some lives and then you can take a break. And it was like, What? <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? Like, like who? <laughs> imagine just saying that, <laughs> like, just in general, like to anyone, like, yeah, like, oh, you're a fucking retail worker. You get fucking yelled at all day by people who literally do not give a shit about you. Oh man, imagine like feeling bad about yourself. It's like, dude, <laughs> even to relate it back to YouTube stuff, it's like that dying live video took you so long. Yeah, like that is hundreds of hours of work. Like actual work yeah and like and and i wasn't even complaining about it i just said yeah i felt like i needed a break so i i yeah. did it like <laughs> and it's like even so it's like people everywhere should be able to like take a fucking break like entertainment or not yeah and it's like i think there's a difference between like updating your viewer base and complaining because i was literally yeah. just saying like, you didn't even complain you just said that you went on vacation yeah and, and it's just stuff like that blows my fucking mind that people like and i don't know maybe they just interpret it a weird way or they i don't know what it is but i wonder if they uh just read the tldr and just crafted their own story maybe actually that would make the the most sense just because it's like there's no way you read that and think like wow what a fucking whiner what a little whiny baby bitch anyways the state of play was good state of play was good and i think uh i have all my thoughts out there i don't know about you yeah, I I think that's all I have to say. I, I it was better than I thought it was gonna be. I had low expectations. It exceeded it. Some stuff looked really cool, and um, I also do wish they showed Spider Man stuff. But yeah. other aside from just the uh, the port that's coming up, but I'm really excited for the port. Oh, I just uh kind of really want to see Spider Man PS uh Spider Man PS Five the second one, whatever the fuck they're calling it on PC. Spider Man's coming out on August twelfth. Yeah. That's finals week for me. That is so unlucky. Fuck! I'm gonna, dude, I'm gonna have to do what I did with the fucking original Spider-Man PS4 release, where I, like, hand in a paper three weeks early so I can do nothing <laughs> but play the game. Fuck me. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you for joining us. 
uh, viewer. And thank you for joining me, Nick. Yeah, no problem. On, a, on another episode of Polar Opposites. If you have any feedback, any questions, any uh, episode recommendations, if there's anything you want us to cover, because uh, we're just going to try and cover stuff that's like either relevant or stuff we're really passionate about. And um, yeah, thank you for joining us. Nick, do you have anything you want to say before we go? Um, no. Oh, okay, bye. Cut that. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it. I'm going to leave it in. The podcast is supposed to be raw, Nick. Okay, so- if it's supposed to be raw, we should leave in your little intro bit, your little warm-up. Fine, I'll leave the fucking warm up in. Oh, yeah, you know what else? Warm up, you did. You know what else I'll do? What? Uh, while we were talking, I muted my mic on Discord so I could fart, but I forgot that it doesn't mute my mic on That's Audacity. That's fucking awful. <laughs> I forget where it is, and so somewhere in the middle of the podcast, there's going to be a fart, and I hope That's... to fucking god I catch it before it uploads. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Now we're actually cutting it. I'm going to cut it like right now. Okay. 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 Bye guys.